Ramble. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Guilty Pleasures, the show that loves what it loves. Each week we talk about some of our favorite movies and TV shows ranging from underappreciated cult classics to trending shows to things that are, quote, not actually good, uh, but that won't stop us from finding what's great about them. Along the way, we'll be inviting guests to share their faves as well. <laughs> and really, we hope that this feels like hanging out at the lobby right after you got out of a movie, joking with your friends about whatever it is you just saw. Today for our first episode, we're going to be talking about 2008's Twilight. Oh, by the way, I'm Zach Kornfeld. Hey, and let me introduce <laughs> my wonderful co-host for this show. We've got <laughs> an author, a comedian, a podcast host, mental health advocate, badass bitch, boss lady. Am I missing anything? Miss Kelsey Dara. I didn't realize you were introduced that way, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I never go a day without being called a badass bitch. So um, I, it's in my contract for this show yeah um, to be wow. called a badass bitch damn thanks zach yeah i i'm really waiting to hear now how you are going to introduce rick no pressure but you really you really knocked that one out of the park i'm not gonna lie i wrote yours first uh and so <laughs> i hope i didn't run out of steam yeah how are you feeling today kelsey Oh, man, I really like being here. I was just, we've recorded a million in six episodes of this already, dear listeners, whatever your names are going to be because of the G&Ps. I don't know. I'm trying too hard. We're starting off early. But I really enjoy hanging out with you guys. It just feels, it doesn't feel like a podcast. It doesn't feel like work. It's a nice little break from my brain. It feels like friendship and no friendship is complete without a third also joining us we got stand-up comedian <laughs> professional screenwriter you know him from solar opposites and star trek lower decks uh, star of the upcoming show single drunk female leading man garrett got a pilot own. and we're very excited for him he's going to become a teen heartthrob oh, garrett KJ bernard Apa. i'm going to be the new edward cullen uh, <laughs> oh, don't say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to play Batman later on in life. Who knows? Who knows? Listen, you heard it here first. Well, Twilight, let's let's get into this. So why are we starting this show with a movie that is 13 years old? Because Twilight is quite possibly the defining guilty pleasure of the 2000s, an absolute mm. phenomenon that was beloved by its largely young female fan base, but absolutely derided by critics and so there we have a divide. Those who love and those who have taste. So you were fucking uh, rocking that, Zach. <laughs> For everything that we talk about, we're going to try and figure out why do people love it by talking about some of the film's guilt and its many pleasures. If you haven't seen it, we got you. Spoilers ahead, because duh. Before we, we talk about the pleasures, had you seen the movie, What what is your connection to it? I, I think, if I remember... I saw this movie in theaters and not since. My sister, I wouldn't say that she was a, a twi-hard. She was more like a twilight. <laughs> oh, that's that's what it's called. Oh, <laughs> you knew that was twilight coming. Twilight spelled L-I-T-E. Throws popcorn at the screen. Yeah, boo. Boo this boo. man. Trash. Coming right out. That's our first joke of the season, Zach. Yeah, she's not a twi-hard. God damn it. <laughs> Do people call them twi-hards? Uh, had you guys seen the movie before? Yes. I um I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it the year it came out. I guess the question that is burning in my mind and everyone else is, Garrick, are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Oh, Team Jacob. A hundred percent. No, but I, I, I know the... A hundred percent. I've been... <laughs> 
Team Jacob before the fucking movie came out. Wow. Wait, Whoa. Like, I've, been, I've been big on werewolves ever since, like, probably day three of life I was in there. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll do you one better. I ha- I read all the books. No wow. <clears throat> Because wow. I heard this shit was coming to encroach on my standum of Harry Potter back in the day and i was like let me fucking read this shit and see how fucking trash it is and by page two i was like i'm reading this in the bathtub alone (laughs) with the door closed (laughs) yeah candles lit and i am team edward for life bitch and i will fight you well, if you somehow don't know what this movie is, uh, Twilight follows 17-year-old Bella Swan, who moves to the Pacific Northwest where she befriends, question mark, the mysterious Edward Cullen, who is different than the other boys. Turns out, homie's a vampire, she lusts Obviously. after his forbidden fruit, and he is definitely not abo- emotionally abusive uh, along the way, and decides he must protect her. She's super horny to be a vampire, but he's afraid he won't be able to resist himself because Bella smells so good, you guys. Like, every vampire agrees her blood is hot, but that Uh. means the other bad vampies in town can't resist either. So Edward and his vegetarian family of vampires, they only eat animals. They fight to protect her. Oh, and don't forget about her childhood sort of friend, Jacob, who is kind of barely in the movie and we're supposed to care Mm -hmm. about as a future love interest, even though the movie mostly forgets about him. Mm-hmm. Twilight. <laughs> also known as the movie that decided to put the most unknown cities on the map of America. We're oh, talking yeah. Forks. They even make like a Jacksonville reference or, or is it Jacksonville? And uh, what was the other one? Port of An- Angels? Phoenix? Where is that? Phoenix! I have no idea. <laughs> Arizona! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This don't was know pre- this was like pre-Portland being cool, too. Got I feel you. like Portland oh, was, was actually it? popped off because of Twilight. We're going to break the show up into our guilt and our pleasures. Starting with our pleasures, what are the things we loved about the movie? What genuinely delighted us? And then once we are through with the praise, we are going to move on to the guilt. What are the questions that we have? Uh, what are the things that were maybe not so great about the movie? Let's dive into some pleasures. Okay, number one, Bella's dad is so fucking hot. I would ride that mustache. <laughs> I would let him put fucking his mustache, chief man. gun in my mouth. That's where you start? Well, yeah. That's like, okay, hear me out. Listen, I know Rick is going to roll his eyes at this, but the okay. first like 15 minutes are actually a good movie. It's a good movie. 15 minutes in, but, but only, okay, so it's. An, I don't think... <laughs> I think that it just follows the traditional beats of yeah any movie around that period of time. The movie is really good up until the Collins are introduced, unfortunately. Yes. And it's like yeah. believable. It's like, oh, all high school kids who kind of actually look like high school kids. You know, they're of the right age, even though Anna Kendrick's titties are like, hello, they are there already. <laughs> and then you have the 45-year-olds walk in, <laughs> right. and I'm like, and, and I'm like, fucking out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, look at these children. Men. Okay, <laughs> all right. We're just, just, we're, just not gonna, we're just gonna do that now, I guess. Like, how offensive. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So this is the thing in the Twilight fandom, right? That, like, Bella's dad is hot. 
I didn't know. God. I don't. He doesn't read as super hot to me, but I guess he's got daddy vibes. No, no he's he's got the uh, I got a hairy chest situation going on. What's what's, mm-hmm. what's my guy's name? Burt Reynolds. He's just got a daddy vibe. He's a protector. Yeah. You can tell he really loves deeply, but he doesn't show it, and he like kind of just leaves you alone, which yeah. I like. Yeah. And like modest two story house with one bathroom apparently like yeah. I think he's he's like a a dream zaddy in in Forks if you ask me <laughs> I can't believe they didn't go into that plot further I've been trying to be a single dad of a of mm. a of a, for for years <laughs> honestly of one child where I'm you just struggling <laughs> I'm just I yes. Yes, I do. Now. I love him very but it much. would have been so much easier to get her if he were just if a, I was a, a single, single father. Exactly. And I Kelsey see. is proving that point. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. It's just like, I'm just literally just trying to keep the pieces together, mm. blah, blah, blah. And you just, you walk into the bar yes. and you see me at the end taking a drink or whatever. And I, and you, you look over and you're just like, is that a... Does he have a stroller there too? Is he like oh. move, like moving a stroller? He should he not have the stroller in the bar. You got me until, until I'm a regular there. the The bartender lets me lets me bring in my baby girl. What's her name? Don't Tabitha. No, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know the baby's name. It's a prop. That's it's a the prop. First name that came to mind. <laughs> the lady's like, "Oh my god, what a cute child! What's its name?" And you're like. Tabitha. Tabitha. <laughs> Definitely Tabitha. Do you want to come do you want to come home with me? <laughs> they say, "Oh, well, well, Tabitha, that's an interesting name." Yeah. Named her after my wife died in childbirth. Oh no. This isn't Bridgerton, Rick. That episode comes later. <laughs> I can't I can't I can't live without her. Anyway, you want to come home with me? Yes, absolutely. Are you out of your that w- that would work 100% of the time and you fucking yeah. know it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but the baby, ha- I, this is coming from real experience. The baby has to be so young that I won't, I won't make an impact on its life. Because if the exactly. child's like speaking, no, yeah. then it's like, oh, you haven't got your shit together. Yet. Right. Now you're, now you it's look, a problem. Yeah. Now it's early where you're wounded. You know, the child's fresh. Right. So it's yeah. not as bad. Where were or- we? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got us. The only thing hotter than an unemotional uh, single father is, of course, a vampire. Uh, Mm. You got Edward Cullen and Bella. Okay, there's a lot about how they are not good actors in this movie. In fact, I'd say some people, most people, would expect us to call that a guilt. I'm not going to stand for it. I think my homies are Rob Pattinson and Kristen Stewart are dropping iconic performances in this. And we just weren't ready for it. I totally huh. agree with you. Like, imagine getting that take. script. No one. I'm sorry. No fucking Meryl Streep, uh, Sandra Bullock. Name one good guy actor. I don't know. Tom Cruise. They're not giving us those performances. <laughs> with the material they were given, I think they fucking knocked it out of the park. I completely agree with you. Well, they both okay. are playing as if they are deeply damaged people, and it reads, right? Like, something is going on with them. Yeah, and let me tell you, the entire love plot between them, they made every 17-year-old girl, including myself at the time when I when it came out, fucking come for that relationship. <laughs> because all you wanted when you were 17 was the hottest, most unavailable, motherfucking mysterious guy to want to suck your fucking blood out. That's all you wanted. And they made it happen. They made it believable and Every girl was watching that like, that's love. That's what I want. And I 
frankly think they they nailed it. They couldn't have done a better job. Harry Potter never the, gave us that. The whole movie, I mean, she is her her lower lip is quivering like crazy. Mm-hmm. I I'm certain, I'm convinced that they were both directed to to kind of have an orgasm face that they drop in every now and then where they just go mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh. Like, it's really, like, they are basically jizzing their pants the entire movie. But to your point, Kelsey, there is a scene where they finally kiss. Like, and, and, like, he says, don't move, right? Okay, you remember this scene? He's like, like, don't move. And then she goes to kiss him. He's like, no, 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 don't move. And my legs started Ah! quivering. (laughs) Not your legs, heck. My legs, it got me. I was like, motherfuckers, kiss. Give me the vampire kiss. Go. Yes. It it got me. And I can't believe that it it got me. Because I'm a full-grown, arguably a full-grown man. And I was lusting after this movie hard. Yeah. I think that retroactively watching Kristen Stewart act, going back to this movie, I'm like, oh, you're just doing the same. This is the thing. This is this <laughs> is who you are. That's, yeah, her, that's her. It's just like where if you watch it the first time, I can't look back and be like, oh man, I can't. I remember how hot that scene was or whatever because I'm looking at it now and I'm just like, oh, this is. She's just doing adventure, adventure land um, just <laughs> with a different person. <laughs> she was trained by arguably one of the greatest actresses of our generation, fucking Jodie Foster. And that's what we got. She was in Safe Room or Panic Room or whatever. She played like Jodie uh, Foster's daughter. And Jodie Foster is very much like a mentor in her career. Wow. How about that? I miss Jodie Foster. So I think we she didn't die, Rick. What? No. <laughs> I know she's not dead. <laughs> I just miss her acting. I don't know. No, you yeah. know, I just going back to the like relationship between the two of them, it hit me like halfway through the movie that I realized why that they are perfect for each other. And this wasn't mm. very popular at the time. But now that we're like in mental health conversations and I can completely yes. like just be transparent yeah. about it, breaking stigmas. They both had crippling motherfucking social anxiety. Like yes. both of them were, do, anytime someone talks to Bella, she's like, right. I don't know. Yeah. She's only very comfortable with like two people, the entire movie, same with Edward. Yeah. They don't like to be looked at. They don't like to be attention. It's like, well, yeah, you're, you met your match. To, to your point, I, I wonder now in, in hindsight if that is part of why this was so successful because she is like, look, she is different than the classic female hero in a movie. <laughs> But she's mm-hmm. playing something that I don't think I've seen in any other major uh, franchise. She was not supposed to be the blonde bombshell leading lady mean girl, yeah. like, turned yeah. hot. She stays very, like, girl next door, sweet the entire time, which makes me remember that something I loved about Kristen Stewart's character that I can't even believe I'm saying that was that she wasn't very strong physically. You know, they, they did that on purpose. It was supposed to be that she was kind of this clumsy tripping bitch, like whatever that comes in towards the end when they need a reason to um, blame all of her injuries on something that's not a vampire fight. Um, But she's very strong mentally and she really goes after what she wants, especially with Edward. Like if that popular and sparkly of a man liked me in high school, I wouldn't, I could, I wouldn't even be able to form sentences. And she's like, I was going to go up to him and I was going to demand why he made that face every time wind blew through my hair. And I was like, yes, confidence. She doesn't give a fuck. And the way she handled the amount of sexual harassment by all of these men in the movie, I completely forgot that 
She yeah. shows up to this high school and it's like she's attacked by all these regular Joe Ash, Smo Ash motherfuckers all the way up to the point that I forgot and I wrote this down in all capitals in my notes that there's one point where the guys are goo goo ga over the new girl that one comes up to her unprompted and kisses her on the cheek without Whoa. her permission and runs Did away I- and then the other kid calls her baby. My point being is that Bella put up with a lot from a bunch of boys. And I didn't realize that when I was 17. It took me to be 30 to be like, she was mentally strong. Gary, I'm curious, what were some of your uh, fave moments of the movie? I liked liked the baseball scene. Yes. Can we talk about it? I was so, I didn't remember that was in this one. I had seen that scene a million times, but fuck, that scene is awesome. I, yeah. I I liked I okay so it's superhero stuff always gets me it doesn't matter how like you know how how corny it might seem or how like you can see like the threads on people or whatever and they're just like floating through the sky it doesn't even it looks like they've been yanked rather than flying or so on and so forth but if somebody does something supernatural I'm in I'm into it I watched too many too many episodes of Charmed Smallville. Mm. Um, all of those CW old CW shows. If just in case people ha- don't know that scene, can you explain the baseball scene? Every thunderstorm, because <laughs> the vampires are so powerful and they don't want to make too much noise. I hate this. Um, they play baseball because they love playing baseball. <laughs> they love being active. You know who doesn't vampires love a good love game of baseball? baseball? Yeah. I, I so because they're so strong, every time they hit the ball, it sounds like thunder. And so they use the thunder in the thunderstorms to hide and mask their powerful swords <laughs> and play a game. Sure, as you explain it, it sounds horrendous, but it, it works for me, man. It works for me. I was so all in on that scene. I mean, they are yeah. running and jumping. And I mean, one guy yeah. hits it probably three miles away. And Edward yeah. runs and jumps up and catches the ball. Yeah. It's weird, Kelsey. Yeah. I'm seeing you, like, shaking your head and, and wincing at us. My yeah. biggest critique of the movie is I wanted more of that. I it think just, the right, fun right, right, right. of them being superhero <laughs> vampires is awesome. But you guys, let me ask you. When in the history of our books have vampires had supernatural yeah. powers beyond Oh, they've always living had forever. Powers. What? They live forever. No. That's it. I am thrilled you brought that up because this movie, this franchise p- plays so fast and loose with just yeah. fucking up vampire mythology. Okay, yeah. one of the things we know about vampires, one, they can't be in the sunlight because their skin yeah. will burn. No, yeah. in this movie, they are beautiful sparkle creatures covered in <laughs> yes. glitter. Super Unicorns. weird. But we're going to leave what that else? one apart. We know, we know that they, they get... Stabbed in the heart. That's the only way you can kill them. Not in this movie. No, not you in this movie. You can just yank their fucking head off their <laughs> cervical yeah, fucking spine. Uh, we know that they sleep in a coffin. Not in this nope. fucking movie. They sleep in a fucking they don't sleep, Bill Gates ever. mansion. Oh, yeah, they don't they sleep. Don't. Yeah, they don't sleep. That, by the way, the moment where he rips his head off is at the end. Of, like, Kelsey's underplaying that. It is mm. the most shockingly gruesome mm. moment. He literally mm-hmm. just takes his head. How did they get away with the PG-13? <laughs> No idea, because it's shown in like um, just out of focus behind Bella um, having an orgasm slash getting poisoned by (laughs) vampire teeth. I don't know which one it is, but she's writhing on the ground. 
Here's another one. Vampires famously don't have reflections. The climax of this movie takes place in a hall of mirrors. (laughs) That's where they chose to set the climax. It it feels like they were trying to make that point. That it's like, this isn't your average vampire story. (laughs) It is just like, no, no, not at all. And also, like, he was, like, watching her sleep. Vampires have to be invited inside of the house. That is a very lesser known one, but they got to be invited in that's the only way that they can but what about it says they're strong and can run at a pace that is comical that makes them look like they're floating it is clear to me that this franchise is written by someone who actually hates vampire stories (laughs) has no interest in them whatsoever who's just like "Mm, no all i need from this is the sexual tension so uh Mm. there you go you know what else was a pleasure of mine that i didn't realize and when i did i i jumped up and paused and rewound and put it back in normal speed because yes I did watch this at two times speed and I highly highly recommend it because watching him spider monkey that girl up a mountain in two times speed when it's already ridiculous in one time speed made me piddle in my pansies but (laughs) this movie has got some TikTok jams in it yes yeah so this edward's theme uh, him playing piano is is now a yes. tiktok song and me being the dumb bitch that i am i did like the the leo dicaprio pointing at the tv meme where i'm like oh that's the tiktok song and then this i remembered the- oh no it's the twilight song that's on tiktok there's two yeah. of them in there though there's another one too listen they're so fast and i <laughs> i love watching people run fast <laughs> that's it is that is my just shit like that is a, a, a guilty pleasure of mine where <laughs> i think one of the greatest scenes one of the greatest scenes in like action movie or action hero um film is in the incredibles when dash learns that he can run on water Oh and it, like I don't remember if you guys remember where he's running and then he's running from the people and then he's like he's like oh no I'm running out um, uh, the water's coming or whatever and then he looks down and sees that he's floating and he's like oh fuck and he just takes off I'm like every I will watch that most times I will watch that movie just for that scene and so seeing people run quickly as simple as it sounds I'm into it I'm but did you think monkey. him throwing her on his back and calling her a spider monkey okay well that was actually <laughs> terrible. now now we're getting into the, the guilt of it it was okay sorry it, it's not time yet i'd say one of my my purest joys in watching this movie is the absolute disregard for subtle filmmaking uh and, and i mean that <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> as, okay and i mean that as a genuine compliment like okay so there is the, this iconic scene where bella walks into the forest to, to tell edward i know what you are and she's oh, yeah. just fucking standing there and yep. he's standing behind her and the, the yep. dialogue's like i know what you are you're 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 you are fast and you're strong and you talk and like your you're from another time cold as ice. which by the way she says he talks like he's from another time he never does not once he in never the movie did. does he ever yeah, thank you no but while they're just literally standing in place the camera is going so fucking Insane. ham 
insane <laughs> it's like a fucking oh, music video i wrote dutch angles in capital letters and it's not just that like you have basic diner scenes where the camera will just go like and it for no yeah. reason other than fuck yeah every movie should yeah. do that they they nailed the uh the color of the movie too because <laughs> boy did it make me sad i was sad yeah, the entire right. time I grabbed a blanket for no reason. I'm like, I'm not even cold. It's fucking 74 in my house. But I was cold and sad the entire time. I mean, that that movie is blue. He looks sick. The first time you see Edward, it's supposed to be this like slow motion. He's walking in and I'm like, oh, the boy looks ill. Someone get him a soda. He needs some <laughs> sugar. <laughs> the boy, his blood sugar level must be so low. He's purple. Do you guys remember how he was like dying or how he died, quote unquote? It died from the 1918 Spanish, Spanish flu, flu, which is... The exact thing that we are going, or the the predecessor of what oh we're God. going through right now. So and that's why you should get the vaccine. Get the get the fucking vaccine anyway. Are you positing that the future Twilight reboot will have uh, Edward Cullen's origins? My absolute, my absolute favorite thing about this movie, very subtle, is Anna Kendrick. Period. <laughs> huh. We completely forget. We forget she is in this movie, not only looking stunning, looking full figured, you know, really rocking her natural bod, but she's funny. She got one liners. You know, there was a great, she had, I think, a tweet where she forgot she was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's too, so and subtle. I was happy to see her. And I was happy to yeah. see her. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah. part. That's my pleasure. I, I liked... That although she was new, um, she wasn't instantly bullied. You know, like <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're like trained to think, oh, she's gonna get bullied, and then this guy's gonna come and save her, blah blah blah. But it was just like a typical, oh, oh, you're new, cool, nice. Um, I'm gonna kiss you on the cheek. <laughs> I mean, we did that in my school. It was the opposite of being bullied. It was like sexually harassed. It was like uplifted to a sexual peak that made us uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was like, "Wait, is this the movie where there's like some kind of bet where whoever can get the new girl like wins or something like yep. that?" Or am I thinking of a different movie? No, um, but that's basically it. But that's what it felt like. Um, but yeah, even with all that stuff, in the way that she was integrated into the school, I guess was nice. <laughs> it, it was nicer, I guess, than other movies. <laughs> All right. no. that's positive coming from rick you guys will start to hear this season that, that is actually a fucking five-star review from rick. it was a nice school of nice people and you know sometimes it's just nice to be nice yeah. i also yeah i also love the pacific northwest i love oh. uh, a good mountain town so I'm, oh, like, yeah. I'm into that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I got to give it up, you know, for it was a relatively low budget movie. I think it was made for $30 million, which is not a oh, lot. Really? And some of, you wow. know, it's got some stress points. The action is is rough around the edges at times, especially the way yes, vampires is. run. But it's got some yeah. dope, it's got some dope little action scenes. So Catherine Hardwick, you did that shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, you guys ready to rip it apart? <laughs> yes, we yes. are. <laughs> this, this shit was at, no, I'm kidding. We've been waiting. All right, it's time for the guilt, what was wrong with this movie? <laughs> it's me warming my hands up. 
I don't want to say this was wrong. This is this is all subjective. We're all yeah. folks watching we're stuff, fun. and we don't. Okay. We're not. You know, we're just trying. But to that point, can to I just point, say yeah. my yeah. first guilt is yep. right at the beginning with the title card of the word Twilight. Did you guys notice <laughs> the G? In the word Twilight, looks absolutely fucking batshit crazy. It looks oh, like a G that's out of like a crazy fun house at like like a clown on meth. I was like oh my God. so here for it. They gave me a really cute little cold intro. I was like, oh my God, I'm kind of feeling this movie. And then it gave me that and I was like, what Comic Sans motherfucking editor <laughs> had the audacity to make the font look that way? Nothing vampire about it. Nothing at all. Yeah, that, that's true. It should have little fangs on the G. It should be like at least. Yeah. Yeah. There was I'm nothing vampire about this whole film. Honestly, oh. I, I want to say if you are a vampire fan, this is the most frustrating vampire experience mm. you could ever sign yeah. yourself up for. If yeah. if you walk home, if you go home and you put on the palest of makeups and you're just mm. like, I'm a, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a fucking wow. vampire. I don't want anybody else to tell me anything. Like I'm coming off of like the Castlevania show on on fucking oh Hulu. on Netflix. Yeah. The and it's just what like it's very much. Yeah, I mean, what we do in the shadows too, where it's just like, oh no, it's fucking vampires, vampires, where we like destroy humans, like we we mm. kill them and eat them and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Garrett, they're least, vegetarians. They're well, they, where are the fangs <laughs> at least? There's no fangs. And why yeah. why why is your why is your skin glittery? That's stupid. You should die. Yeah. Especially if, if this is based off of like an ancient civilization, an ancient culture, right? They tried. Yeah. They I mean they tried to do that link. Side note, yeah. I've always wanted to find one of those websites that people <gasps> seem to find every movie of like every supernatural movie, there's just like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, go to your local library. You'll find more dusty books for it's just like spellbound. And you have to unlock it with like a curse or some shit. Like in Paranormal Activity, it's in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about like thinking, finding demons. I'm just like, it oh, seems where, like a 4chan demon website. Like it's it's made yeah. by a fan. Like it's it's right. It's not a real website. It's it's like a yeah. fan based Reddit thread or something. Yeah, the domain name is .co.uk or some shit. Have you guys ever met someone who identifies as a vampire? I fucking wish I have, and it's not it's not fun. You have? Yeah, I like get a bar. I, people used to make fun of me because I'm so pale that they like mm-hmm. called me a vampire in high school. It didn't fuck me up. I'm fine. You want to talk about Great. it? No, I'm yeah, fine. You- it's just like when they're dying at an early age because of skin cancer because they went to the tanning booth when we were like 15 years old after soccer practice and they would like sit and bake in the tanning booth and like I'm going to live to be 120 because I have Nicole Kidman skin is like on them, not me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not holding on to any. Fucking Florida. God damn. Tanning beds at 15? <laughs> oh yeah. Sooner than 15. Can I, can I say a, a guilt? Yeah, and to drop it. This is a very, very big one. And I believe that this movie would actually be good if we changed this one thing. And it is the amount of electric guitar music that plays <laughs> unnecessarily in every fucking dramatic moment. All of a sudden, this like rock. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. ow, it like hurts my ears. I'm like, who the fuck made this soundtrack? It's awful and it doesn't match the movie 
I don't know. I kind of fucking dug the soundtrack. I get like the way that they have super massive black hole playing during the baseball scene, and and I don't really remember anything else. But I was kind of vibing. I was bouncing. So I don't know. I I I was like, any any, as soon as I heard Paramore in there, I was like, oh yeah, this is my (laughs) shit. Now I'm in there. Oh no. No, yeah. like imagine if it was actually like spoopy music when the vampire stuff was happening. Like instead of <laughs> fucking hard rock, they played like, yeah. yeah, ghost noises. That would make this a lot better. But the only thing I think that was worse than the music was the fact that that hot ass, rich ass, living in a Steve Jobs glass mansion kid drives a fucking Volvo. I don't care how hot you are. I don't yeah. care if you saved my fucking life. I am yeah. not fucking you in a Volvo. That Fun made him there. go from huge dick energy to Volvo dick energy. I was just like, <laughs> that's what you're rolling up in? If it's not an Audi, get out of my driveway. The man, the man loves Swedish craftsmanship. Like, no. you can't be bad at him. <laughs> Volvos. Out very of reliable, here. very reliable car. Very reliable. You get vehicle. a good warranty on it. No, it's, call me know, that's a responsible man. That's a, that's a vampire who cares about. He know. Look, he's had the. He's been car. living for a hundred fucking years. You're telling me that bitch yeah. couldn't steal a fucking Tesla or an Audi or a Land Rover or anything. <laughs> Budgeting for your life as a vampire is harder because you can't plan for retirement. You're never going to retire. You are never going to yeah. die. So you have to yeah. be a little more frugal. That I mean, that leads into one of my guilds mm. um, that I wish it talked. And this might have happened in the book. I'm not sure. I'm sure the book was a lot more eloquent and all that stuff. But I wish it <laughs> yeah, talked sure. more about. The, <laughs> yeah, I, I got to know. You got, sure you got so many pages. Um, but. I wish I'd talk more about how he was an old man being seventeen, yeah. like in a in oh, a high school. Like it's the, so creepy when you put it that way. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very creepy, but he's also, <laughs> you know, like um, he of course he's used to this time and all that stuff. So he's like using the the normal slang or, or whatever. Mm. But he is, and he's fucking a hundred. You know, like yeah. and still attracted to a seventeen year old classic man. Oh. Very weird. Oh, or is it because he got stuck in the 17 year old brain and hormones because he died when he was 17? I I agree with you, though, Gary, because like the idea of being stuck at 17 is fascinating. And imagine being like 17 forever. And I'm not talking Hollywood 17. I'm talking real 17. One of the worst years of your life. Yeah, it is. is, And if you're a 17 year old listener, let me just tell you, you might think you got it figured out. You don't, and if you it don't think it'll so have- much better, you're gonna get hotter. You're gonna get healthier. Yeah. You're gonna have better yeah. friendships. You're not gonna hate your fucking parents. You might yeah. emancipate yourself. Like literally, everything will get better. Yeah. Everything, hey man. And that guy that you see that seventeen that looks older, and he's getting all the girls or whatever. He's gonna look eighty five at thirty. So don't even trip about it. Don't don't look yeah. at him. He's got a full beard at seventeen. That doesn't mean not that weird. you are are prepubescent or anything like that he's just old as shit and that's weird that's weird he's the weird one you're not the weird one he's weird you hear me edward he's weird you're not he's weird i cannot believe you haven't brought this up yet i Mm. look i I mean i said that i think that they're good actors they're not uh they're they're, terrible 
even even though I somehow the sexual moment worked on me, they have no chemistry in this movie at, at all. all, which is crazy because they at dated. All. Are you going to tell me, Kelsey, you're going to look me in the eyes and you're going to tell me that you believe? We are channeling into my segment, which you will get used to, dear listeners, of outing <laughs> celebrities. That's my music, I guess. Um, let's least we not forget that Christian Stewart and Robert Pattinson, yes, they did date. Yes, they fell in love during this time, during this movie. But how could you not when you're literally like contractually obliged to stare into each other's eyes for that many fucking takes? Anyone would fall in love with each other. I'm falling in love with you two just doing this podcast. Which one of us? Who are you looking at the most? Ooh, I, I got one eye for each of you, so I'm equally oh. I'm looking at myself oh. the entire time. I'm Every never time. looking at either of you. <laughs> That's fair. She's gay. At least we <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. forget she's gay. And yeah. she was probably... I- just doing this because some agent said you guys really should fucking link up and not that I know but I have heard that Mr. Edward Collum himself does like to uh, fluid around town a little bit oh okay all right we're those that. European I, guys are way more fluid I can't believe he calls her his personal brand of heroin you're telling yeah. me that that wasn't immediately like oh my god they're in love that that the when no. he said that I was like I guess he yeah. has been around for over a hundred years you've probably tried heroin he's probably tried it yeah or if it works on him but like higher uh, rehab why is heroin the drug <laughs> why is that the drug the most stringy of drugs just Dog, like, this is PG-13 own. but I I thought they were I thought they had faked it very well so you you I'll yes. say that. that they're like O-face slash looking like they shit themselves you think that that was like okay I'm believe I'm buying it I think that they were fucking off screen, obviously. They're like in their trailers and they're having sex and they're like, listen, this this is ridiculous. This, this movie's this fucking working. insane. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the script is insane. Like, let's just go out there and give it everything we have. Like, we should yeah. take this as serious <laughs> as possible because you and I know this is fucking stupid. You're gay. You don't even fucking like me. I don't even know why you're yeah. in here, but... You know what? Let's go out there and give it our all. And I think that they did. I think it worked. Yeah. And that is the plot of Bridgerton. So there you go. <laughs> join us you next week. Skip that episode. <laughs> you know, I was thinking more about the baseball scene, and I think oh, why, why it hit so hard. I'll never get over it. <laughs> I think why it hit so hard for us is because this movie is so frustratingly devoid of set pieces. For the first 90 minutes, it's just talking scene, talking scene, talking scene. It's them in a fucking classroom and then it's them walking down a hallway and then like this dramatic scene that I joked about earlier is just them standing there. Do something. Do anything. Going back to the chemistry thing and I, I, I don't know what like whose fault this was where it was just like I looking at them and looking at like Fifty Shades of Grey, where nothing is really said, really, but they're just like kind of looking at each other or whatever. The way in, in Fifty Shades of Grey, where they're just kind of like staring at each other, and it's just like, oh, I, I'm sure that this person wants to sleep with the other one, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That felt more real, and it might be because there's no more vampires or whatever. <laughs> but 
the the fake chemistry that they kind of built where he's just like oh no i don't i don't want you but i want you a lot but i don't i don't want you <laughs> it felt way too push and pull it, it wasn't like a, a real like tug of war it felt contrived well that's um, why girls get into fucking toxic relationships at such a young age that's what we're shown in the media is like the guy who literally yeah. is gonna vomit when he smells you he's the only one yeah. that's in love with you and he's a vampire and he's rich so, okay, so this is my biggest guilt. This is a question that I have for the room, and I'm just going to state a statement. I think he's emotionally abusive. I think that Ooh. he's fucked up, and he Uh-oh. is a terrible, horrible, like, romantic role model for this very impressionable young female audience. Oh, Care to go discuss? on. Well, okay. I'd like to yeah. hear what patterns you recognized. Oh, okay, okay, let's see if I can oh, do this woke well. Oh, one. Uh, uh, I wrote Watching you sleep. That... <laughs> If that isn't number He's one. He's a vampire. <laughs> he no. doesn't sleep. He That's says. so creepy. Uh, uh, you should stay away from me. Uh, I feel. But then he also says, I feel very protective of you. Then he says, we shouldn't be friends. But he spends literally all of his time hanging around her. Uh, yeah. What else mm. does he do? Um, he makes her feel special. Like sh- she's the only brain he can't read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it gives him an excuse right. to hang out with her. He he literally stalks her. He follows her around town to like a, a, a right. town like an hour outside of the yeah. So we agree. <laughs> he's emotionally no. abusive. <laughs> no, he's in love with her. I no, think it's they, hot. I think the yeah. Twihards might come for me if I get this wrong, but I think they explain this later in the movies that the reason why is. Oh, I'm gonna fuck this up. Okay, and spoilers. I'm fuck you if you haven't watched the rest of it. It's your own fault. <laughs> like the reason why Jacob was actually in love with her was not because he was actually in love with her. It was her baby that was like I, in her eggs. Stack. I know about this. Well, I have no and problem so, with Jacob. Oh, you have Jacob. no problem Wait, with s- that. Jacob was in love with her egg sex. Like yes. they're like she gets pregnant with Edward eventually and has a baby named Renesmee which I don't want to talk about um and we'll get to that movie eventually no we will not and I will (laughs) fucking make sure of it uh Jacob imprints on her baby see he's yawning Jacob imprints on her baby Renesmee and imprints means you're bonded for fucking life that you literally cannot physically or emotionally stay away that is your person I've imprinted on you and he imprints on her baby her yeah, literal so, so baby. We did we did a Try Guys video about this. Jacob thinks right. he's in love with Bella, but he's actually in love with her future unborn child. Yes, and I think they I think they try to do that with Edward too. I think in the book where it's like he's emotionally abusive because he can't fight fate. He's like trying to fight what he already knows is coming, oh, and he's better. actually like doing her a favor which is also why he delays the inevitable of her becoming a vampire because it's fucking gonna happen anyways it's like we didn't even need this first movie it's like just let her become a fucking vampire from james or whatever the fuck that blonde motherfucking burning man hippie ass zombie looking (laughs) motherfucker is it's because he's so destined to be with her that yeah, this does sound a little bit like Lacey Peterson now that I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm glad you hear it. I'm glad you fucking guys. Because I was I waiting. I think that's why, though. I yeah. think that's why they did that. Oh, my God. 
Because you want to uh, be wanted that bad when you're 17. You want to be stalked. You want to be it. made like you can't yeah. live without this person. Honestly, when I was when I was watching it, I was like, which one is the the fanfic? Is it Twilight that's a fanfic or Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey that's a fanfic? Because they both, it's fanfic. It's all just yeah. fanfic. Like this is, yeah. it, it feels like this was from some, you know, horse girl's diary. You know, I, I have no other way. I have no other will way. Will never to put be it. sponsored by horse girls. <laughs> Some girl with a fucking braid down down her back, just being like, and then he said no, but he wanted to say yeah, and it's just like, sh- shut the fuck up. Like hey, this is uh, yeah. Did, did you ever play those flash animation games as a kid where like? It's kind of like Dream Daddy. You're like, you're new in town. And then you have like all mm-hmm. these kids at the school. Are you going to talk to the kid, the first kid that comes oh, up Oh, yeah. To or the weird, oh, the creepy Sims. vampire looking. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like a dream simulator. It felt like playing mm-hmm. one of those. And I get it. Yeah. I played them. I'm into it. It's hot. I think I have one more guilt. And it is frankly one of my biggest, uh, especially in hindsight, is... I don't understand how this movie could possibly posit a Team Edward versus Team Jacob phenomenon because this mm. movie yeah. does my boy Jacob so dirty, dirty, looks so dirty, ugly. Dirty. Oh my god! He's wearing yeah, the terrible. stupidest wiggy wig <laughs> the mm. whole movie. They yeah. take care of that real quick, trust me. But to be fair, you want to talk about unrequited love and fucking forcing yourself upon someone. Go look at that fucking sequel with Jacob. Like she cannot say, I don't like you like that. I am your friend hard enough. She, I'm telling you, she's got a strong mind. That bitch has got a strong mind. She's internally <laughs> very solid with she, herself. Jodie Foster did her well. You know, like it's very much like a strong female lead. And and you can feel it through the film. She's very much, she, she did her right. She's a strong female lead. Yeah. But she forgot the acting part. She forgot yeah. to teach her how to act. I, look, the casting director nailed it. They were just wrong about the movie. <laughs> like, Kristen Stewart yeah. and Robert Pattinson. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> They're dope. Like, he's fucking Batman yeah. now. He's yeah. awesome. Right. We're all on, like, good yeah. time? They Hell found, yeah. They found stars, but... Oh, yeah. Not for this wrong movie. movie. <laughs> not for yeah. this movie. No, no. Because, no. like, even in Adventureland, I was like, yo, I will die for Kristen Stewart like that that's what, what really yeah in it I was I was fucking with her heavy in, in Adventureland oh um, shit just because I think that she needs to play the dominant role in relationships I don't think mm. that she really does too well with being like oh, oh I'm, I'm so you know I'm so taken back from from who you are she, blah, blah, blah. she just needs to, yeah yeah she just needs to be yeah, the, the the powerful yeah. bisexual woman that she is. <laughs> and, it's like and fucking take charge of the relationship. Like fuck, fuck all that, fuck all that. Like her like, adventure line, she's like, "You're a yeah. dork. You're a dork, and I can fuck you anytime I want, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna just go chill and, and fuck." Yes. With That's her guy. power. Very funny. I mean, she in most of this movie is this like. Uh, hunched over quivering fragile nerd and then there's like three shots in the movie where her hair falls down her face and she is suddenly Mm -hmm. so hot for one shot and then it snaps back to her being like oh 
Oh no, I, I it's just scared. like scared. It would have been it would have been so against the character written in the book though, because the literally I think like either the first or the last words of the book are, and so the lamb fell in love with the lion. Like she's lion? supposed to be a lamb and he's a lion, but I think what we realize is it's quite the other way around, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So is that, that is how you line? would fix this movie, movie Rick? How would you fix uh, pick, this? Put Anna Kendrick in it. Can, can we? Yes. Can we? Now it's time for a weekly segment <laughs> we like to call "How Garrick <laughs> Would Fix This Movie." It is one <laughs> thing that Garrick would do if he were to have made this movie that would make it all the way better. Put Anna Kendrick as <laughs> 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 Anna Kendrick because as soon as she came on, I was like, "Ooh, he was fucking it!" Like I remember, <laughs> I remember, like I'm into that, you know. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Put some glasses she on had her. her I'm, I'm into yeah, it. her titties were yeah. huge in that movie. She got Hollywood right. skinny after this movie, but before her knockers were out. And I am allowed to say no. that because I am the lady and the bisexual. She had some round, soft yunkos in this one. <laughs> Just wanted that. Yunk- <laughs> <laughs> I would say that my my uh, online brand is to not notice her breasts. However, there is no. one shot where the camera pans out and is just hovering on her boobs for about 10 seconds before it reveals her face. And it is hard yeah. to not notice. I think like the camera guy was... The camera guy was like, "What? Why wasn't she? <laughs> Look at like put her in the put her as a lead." What the He's writing fanfic about that when he goes home. Right, right, right. Damn. Because I'm imagining Anna Kendrick as Bella. She's like, "Wait, what? You're a vampire?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And she starts singing a cappella. I did it! Yeah, <laughs> that was such a that was such a good impression. Oh god! Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You'll like, you'll abs- find about me. I have whenever I do an impression, it's like spinning a big old wheel, and it's either gonna hit or be so far off. So uh, stay tuned for that. Well, look, I mean, we're on this show. We're gonna do some guilty pleasures, but we'll also do movies as they come out, uh, and we'll we'll allow ourselves to talk about some. Great movies. Not to say that Twilight isn't. Not to, not to say that it's not a great movie. Uh, Here they but, come. Yeah. If you like it. If you like it, you like it. Like what you exactly. like. Exactly. Exactly. And I think we we found some reasons why why we love it too. Now we're gonna move on. Uh, every week I'm gonna bring some fun facts. You guys want some fun facts? I want some fun <laughs> facts. Feed them to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just. We didn't really talk about this, but this was directed by Catherine Hardwick, who is fantastic. She directed that movie Thirteen, uh, written by and starring Nikki Reed. Nikki Reed was in this movie. I didn't realize she, she's one of the vampire yes. ladies. That's more fun fact oh. for us. Yeah, she's the one who uh, cool. broke that glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she and sure did. She, she was the one that okay, hit anyway, it. She was the fun. and Catherine sister. Hardwick was the one who broke the glass in the industry. Am I right, lady <clears throat> filmmakers? Let's go, directors. <laughs> okay, this is a fun one. So, uh, of the people who auditioned for Bella, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears threw her hat into the ring and <laughs> tried to win the role of Bella. Very okay. different movie that would have been. Uh, but yes. what I like more than that is that Stephanie Meyer's first choice to play Edward was not Robert Pattinson, but was Henry Cavill, motherfucking Superman himself. Yes, I've, oh, I've heard this one. I've heard this one. Listen, listen here. Oh, God. Did you say, did you say Canbri- Henry Cavill, Henry <laughs> Havel, as I like to call him, is <laughs> the only good looking man on the planet? <laughs> like, I... <laughs> 
I remember watching Superman. Ugh. I was like, look at this dude. Like, look at look at him. He's a tr- no. he's an look attractive person. Garrick's uh, background is just the gif of him reloading his fists in Mission Impossible. <laughs> right. The fucking. So, I was like, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna back it. you up. That is the hottest moment in any movie ever. What he literally in Mission Impossible he reloads his fists it's like oh, a gun. Oh yeah. yeah, and it literally goes to the beat. And you're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because he's like, he's rolling up his sleeves. He's rolling up his sleeves, and it's just like, dog, how big is Henry Cavill? And I'm like Googling in the theater. He's like 6'4. He's 6'4. Oh, and he, he, he used break to be fat. my fucking back, bitch. He used to break be a chubby guy. Back. He used oh, to be a chubby guy. Out. He's a he's a sweetheart because he was he was a chubby guy in high school, and he was like, man, I'm gonna get shredded up. I cannot believe Superman is the same guy as Foom Foom guy. Yeah, yeah, that is. At the end of every episode, we are gonna decide: was this movie a guilty or a pleasure? Uh, what are your final thoughts, guys? Should people watch this film? All rise for the judge because <laughs> this shit's guilty as fuck. Bitch, lock it up, life sentence, two counts of attempted homicide, my my ego, and my time, absolutely throw it all away. (laughs) Just just watch True Blood. Just watch True Blood. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like there are other things that you can check out that are actual vam- vampires running around not being fucking human crystals i think i got to agree this is look this is the definition of a guilty pleasure but if you want to watch yeah. a movie where the two leads are basically having orgasms and or shitting their pants the entire movie that throws away the entire history of vampire uh, entertainment that just says fuck it and has someone give a piggyback ride to a high schooler to show her his glistening skin. Wow. And this is the movie for you. And I enjoyed it. Look, you should watch this movie if only to watch the greatest baseball scene in cinema history. Uh, Kelsey agrees. Couldn't agree more. Guys, this has been the first episode of Guilty Pleasures. Let us know uh, what movies and shows you want us to do next in the comments below. Tell your friends about it. Uh, We're going to be doing Bridgerton next week. we got a lot of great episodes lined up. We're having fun. So thanks for being here with us. Uh, Subscribe, like, all that stuff. And also give us some love. Kelsey, where can the people find you? You can find me at Kelsey Dara on all the things. And check out justiceforsaraya.com. And your book. Oh, yeah. Buy my book. Thanks for reminding me. It's called Don't Fucking Panic. Garrick. Hey, um, <laughs> Garrick Bernard <laughs> on, on Instagram and Garrick was taken on Twitter. Uh, watch uh, Solar Opposites on March 26th. I'm at Corn Diddy on all places, but what would mean the most to me is leave a review, tell your friends about this show, uh, and let us know what you think. All right. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>